This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This podcast on 97.3 The Fan is brought to you by Hamul Casino, San Diego's closest casino. Real close, real friendly, real fun. It's that time of the show when we check on the latest in sports. Only the most important topics and questions are brought to light. Stop what you're doing and listen. These news stories will astound and amaze you. The one, the only. Oh my God, who the hell cares? The Big Five starts now on 97.3 The Fan. If you never want to miss a moment from 97.3 The Fan ever again, you can download the free Odyssey app, download podcasts from your favorite talk shows, and listen whenever and wherever works best for you. If you were on the Odyssey app yesterday, you would have heard Tony being showered with champagne and beer by Ruben Niebla. That was amazing. It was so cold. It was so cold. (laughs) The champagne, the beer, or both? (laughs) Both. It was freezing. I don't know how long it was on ice, but it was. Those things were super cold. (laughs) I love that. Well, it's been on ice for 16 years, man. They've been waiting. (laughs) As you've uh, heard throughout the show, we've sprinkled those in. We'll sprinkle in a couple more as we go along. But number five. It took 159 games, but the Padres clinched their playoff spot, and they will be headed to the wild card round this Friday on the road most likely against the Mets in New York at City Field Tony to you or I'm sorry Chris you're up first on Mondays Chris to you what was the most important moment of the regular season I think there's a few of them Um, you know I I think one of them I mean it depends on whether you want to go with you know an actual play on the field uh, you know, home it's your run. most important. Yeah, I, I'll be honest with you. I think the two most important moments: one was when Manny Machado announced that he's Manny bleeping Machado, and the other is when Bob Melvin called out his team for poor play. Uh, both of those happened in the second half of the season, and both of them contributed mightily to the Padres stopping losing streaks. And I think that attitude was what carried this team throughout the year. I, they got their share of walk-off wins, probably more than most. Uh, you know, uh, Alfaro gets a lot of credit for coming through with a lot of key hits. Cronenworth had some big home runs, including the one this past Saturday night. But I think attitude is what carries you uh, through the course of an entire season. And Manny Machado stepping up and saying, hey, I got this. Don't worry. I'm not going to let us fall. Uh, I think that was huge. And I think Bob Melvin, you know, picked the absolute perfect time to call out his team. And they responded by winning eight of ten games and getting to the playoffs. Tony, for you, what was the most important moment of the regular season? Man, I don't know if you can put it much better than what Chris did. I mean, Manny bleeping Machado was a big moment. 
it didn't necessarily turn things around, but it like leveled it out. Like it just was like okay, it was like it was like the art. It was like the relax moment for uh, for uh, what was it Aaron Rodgers when he dropped that? Oh yeah, years yeah, ago. yeah. Like all right, I'm Manny bleeping Machado. That's that's where it's at. And then obviously, like Chris said, uh, Bo Mel calling his calling his team out. Um, whether it be in the locker room or through the media, he called them out and let them know that that's not how they should be playing. And since then, they've been a much better baseball team. I also think Jose Azokar announcing on our show that they're going to be in the playoffs <laughs> is uh, an important important moment yes, for at least made, our that show. Made, that made worldwide news. It did. Well, Jose Azokar was very excited about it because he posted it on his own Instagram, and as he should be because he made a, a claim and he backed it up. So Number four. All right, let's go to the sad story of the weekend, the Aztecs football team. They dismissed offensive coordinator Jeff Heklinski from the team after a dismal offensive showing on Friday night against Boise State. Former Aztec and NFL quarterback Ryan Lindley has been brought back to the team as the quarterback's coach. So, Tony, where do you think the offensive problem lies with the Aztecs? Mm, That is a a million-dollar question. It's a tough one. Uh, I mean, how many offensive coordinators have we we've gone through now? Well, Heklinski's been here since Brady Hoke got back, and I mean, this is a guy that was a twelve and two offensive coordinator last year. So, right, and so you know, I I guess what I'm trying to say is I have a hard time with uh, the offensive coordinator being the scapegoat. I really do. It just didn't. It, it, I get there's always got to be a move made when a team has struggled this bad. Uh, but this offense, it, it, I mean, as Chris just said, they went 12-2 last year. Same same offense. Different players in some regards, right? I mean, clearly the quarterback position has is, is been um, a topic of discussion in this city as it pertains to the Aztecs. And um, I, it's hard to know if it's if it's that or the offense or the structure in which the offense is under to begin with. It's it's really difficult to say. I, I you know I'm happy that we're bringing Lindley back. You know having how much say will he have? I mean, I, it's quarterbacks coach. Maybe he can work his magic there. I, I I'm at a loss in terms of our, our football team right now. Chris, where do you think the offensive problem lies with the Aztecs? Well, I, I go back to something that Kirk Kenny told us, uh, the UT reporter, at the beginning of the season, and he said the Aztecs have a really young offensive line and a lot of new pieces there, and he said it may uh, be a yeah. month or so before they get it figured out. Uh, I think he was prophetic when he said that. This offensive line has been really, really poor, and anytime your offensive line is poor, then your offense looks broken. I mean, your quarterback drops back to pass and he's running for his life. Your running game never gets any rhythm. You never get able to put together any first downs. Now, you want to blame the coach, fine. But like like Tony and I said, Jeff Eklinski was 12-2 and last year. Uh, you know, the the quarterback left because they brought in Braxton Burmeister. They thought that he would be an upgraded quarterback. He hasn't been an upgrade, but has he not been an upgrade because he hasn't had a chance to be, or has he not been an upgrade because he just isn't as good as Lane Johnson and what they had last year? So, That's a good I, point, Chris. I, I, I'm not Lucas sure. Johnson? I'm sorry, Lucas Johnson. I apologize. But I, I just – it's really difficult to say what's the problem. Obviously – Something had to be done whenever you rank last in, in a statistical category in all of NCAA football. 
you know, a change is going to be made, and and so a change is made, but I don't know that it's going to necessarily save the season. I either that or this offensive line has got to figure out a way to come together really fast. And I guess you know, I guess that's I guess that's what we'll be watching moving forward, right? Is you know, we we knew going in was a young offensive line. I don't think anybody anticipated it struggling this bad. No. And the question really be will be moving forward: Are they able to improve over the course of the season? Right? Because if if they're able to, if it's a young offensive line and they they improve significantly significantly enough, where you can like start to see, okay, this is why it it was as bad as it was earlier. Then yeah, you can. I think that's what we'll lay the 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 blame on, right? Youth and and that inexperience. But yeah. if it doesn't get much better, then there's another question in its entirety. Because right, the whole point of it is you bring in guys, you develop guys, and they get better. If they're not getting better, you know, then that then that's a whole other question. Well, it's it is it is. I agree with you, Tony. The one thing you said about you know having a tough time just think, thinking this is all the coaching. I yeah. Aztec fans have a really short memory because the, a lot of them are really upset at Brady Hoke, and, and they all wanted Jeff Hecklinski gone. They they forget how successful these guys were last year. It's hard to believe that they completely forgot you know what they were doing. Number three. You know, we have the Padres here in town. We have guys like Manny Machado and Juan Soto, guys that are some of the best athletes in pro sports. But I think we may have a number, a new number one in town. The NWSL has named San Diego Wave FC forward Alex Morgan the recipient of the 2022 NWSL Golden Boot, finishing as the league's top scorer in the regular season with 15 goals in 17 games. It's her first uh, top-scoring honor, and it was the the 15 goals were a career best since joining the league in 2013. So, Chris, is Alex Morgan the number one professional athlete in San Diego sports? <laughs> I'd like to believe that she is, but I don't know that she would be recognized as such. Not in a town that does have Manny Machado. I'm, I'm and, talking about all of it. Her her national soccer team accolades. I was going to get to that. Okay, I mean, right. Alex Morgan in 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 an, in an entire. In an entire scope, is one of the top athletes in the world in, in, in what she does. But I, what I was going to say is, I don't know that she would be recognized in this town as the top athlete. I, I, I still think a lot of people would go along with Fernando Tatis Jr., who didn't even play this year, but probably the most recognizable. Although Manny Machado's right there, Soto has joined him, but. I, I, just to take nothing away from Alex Morgan. I mean, they built a team around her this year, an expansion team. They told her to go out and carry us and, and, and try to get us into a postseason. She did exactly that. It's a phenomenal performance by Alex Morgan any way you look at it. So uh, I, I'm a huge Alex Morgan fan. I just don't know that she'd be recognized uh, ahead of the likes of Machado and Tatis. Tony, what do you think? Is Alex Morgan the number one professional athlete in San Diego sports right now? You know what? That's probably it, it's. You know, when you first, when you first made, you know, first asked the question, I, I wasn't sure it was a good question. But the more <laughs> I think about it, the more I think about it, it actually is a good question because you you do have to take into account the significance of where she, where she plays at, where she, who she plays for, right? Not just the San Diego Wave, but she also plays for the U.S. national team, which is beloved everywhere, and so. I, and if you're asking, like, recognizable in terms of popularity, um, there's a chance she could be number one. Actually, I think I think it I think it's a close close call between her and Manny. But you know, I think we're, a lot of times we're so entrenched in baseball world 
um, where Manny is 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 you know the big dude. I don't know if we're talking about the entire scope of San Diego. Uh, maybe Alex is top on that list. I know one thing: you're not going to find Manny Machado on the cover of the Sports Illustrated swimsuit ma- issue. So, well, no, you're not. You're so, not. Alex has got him there. <laughs> hey, I was, I was sorry. I was reading something and it just hit me what you said. <laughs> you're right. Too. You're right. DK Metcalf made some news yesterday, but it wasn't about his seven-catch, 149-yard receiving day against the Lions in Detroit. With about nine minutes and 30 seconds to go in the game, DK Metcalf was caught by cameras being carted off by the uh, being carted off the field, and fans were very worried about him actually until after the game. Apparently, DK Metcalf was carted off the field, and we know this because he tweeted about it. But he was carted off the field because he had to use the restroom. He tweeted that uh, after the game with the video of him being carted off saying, quote, that clinch walk wouldn't have made it, end quote. (laughs) Now, I have read and I heard in my fantasy football podcast this morning that the longest walk from visitor sideline to visitor locker room is indeed the Detroit Lions Stadium. So that would have been a long walk for him. He wasn't going to be able to clinch no. it longer. No, no. <laughs> he looks he looks very calm for a guy who's having trouble. Well, I, he doesn't want anybody to know. This is true. Tony, uh, where does this fall like we have Paul Pierce who left in a wheelchair? Because yeah. No, well, where does this fall? He wasn't. You see, well, Paul Pierce is going to remain at the top because he was actually saying he was hurt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. He faked an injury, basically. To, to go use the bathroom or whatever it is he needed to do. I'll never forget Mike Breen breathlessly going down to the reporter down by the Boston locker room to find out how Paul Pierce was, too. <laughs> he sure did. It was huge. He sure did. And then he comes, he didn't just come limping back. He came jogging back to the court yeah. and proceeded to put a dagger on. Yeah, no, this one uh, is it, it's funny because we found out in the aftermath what, what would act, what's the actual reason he was on the cart, but... I think we can all relate to that, so I don't. I don't have too much of an issue. Oh yeah, yeah, I don't either. Uh, Lamar Jackson last year on Monday Night Football had to run to the bathroom, but he said he didn't. He, he said he didn't have to go to the bathroom, but well, we all saw the waddle. That yeah. not the Jalen waddle, the Jim, other waddle. Jimmy Connors once took off during the middle of the U.S. Open and uh, disappeared for a while. Uh, <laughs> so I mean, it's, it, it can happen, right? It can, it can. It can. even even the greatest right. athletes in the world. So I, I think a lot of people probably. Feel a little, uh, a little more in touch with DK, DK Metcalf today because he had an issue that many of us unfortunately have had at some time during our lives. That is true. Number one. The Seattle Mariners clinched their playoff spot in dramatic fashion over the weekend, so we're going to play a, a mini rate the radio call. Here oh, is, this is great. Mariners radio man Rick Riz calling the big play. And the Mariners knocking on the door to a playoff appearance for the first time since 2001. Here's the stretch. The 3-2 pitch swing and a drive. Deep to right field. Stay fair. Holy smokes, he did it. Off the hidden air cafe. Cal Raleigh with a walk-off home run. How sweet it is. The Mariners end the 20-year drought on a walk-off home run by Cal Raleigh. They win the ball game 2-1, and the All right, that was Rick Riz for Mariners Radio. Tony, you're up first here. One to ten. Rate that radio call. Ten. Yeah, that's ten. a good one. Ten. That was the, the the beauty in setting it up before it happens. The 
you know, reminding folks they're looking to get into the playoffs for the first time. Here's this pitch. Boom. And it's just like, stay fair. (laughs) You get some, you get some like, you get some like real, real time reaction. It was, it was quality. 10, 10 for Rick. Yeah. Uh, His his partner, Dave, Dave Zims was, was, was right there at he a, was. At a 10 too. He was. He's just the TV guy, so I went with the radio call. Yeah, if you're yeah, the yeah, radio no, no. guy for 21 years of no postseason, there's a lot of there's a lot of emotion bent up in that call. Mm-hmm. So uh, he nailed it all. I go 9.9 cuz I don't think he he said stay fair, so I assume the ball was pulled down the right field line, it but was. I'm not positive. That's the only reason I gave him a 9.9. But it was a great call and a memorable moment in Mariners history. Of which there haven't been too many memorable no, moments, unfortunately. <laughs> the video of him calling this is floating around everywhere, but there's a guy standing behind him who I don't know who he is, but he lo- he's wearing a suit, so he must be a suit. And he sees the the home run hit, and then he looks around the corner like, is it going to go? And you can just see it on his face. He's like, yes, we did it! Yeah. It's great. All right. Awesome. That is it for the Big Five. When we get back, we're going to hear more from Tony Down interviewing players. We're also going to talk about... Monday Night Football is going to start 49ers and Rams, so we got a lot left to do here on Gwen and Chris 97.3 The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly 